This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Try by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. And guess what, baby? What? It's me, Casey Lynch. Yay! Oh, hey, Casey. Hi, Casey. How you guys done? Again, again, again. Again. We are... Oh, I don't know when this is going to come out, actually, but we're in year three of Trial by Pilot. What? Our second anniversary show just passed. <gasps> wow. We've just begun our third year... I thought I'd be dead by now. <laughs> Me too. I thought you'd be dead by now. That's fair. <laughs> Today we are watching a new show on AMC called Dispatches from Elsewhere. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you were hoping for some comedy. Starring Jason Siegel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I would have preferred Jason Statham. I would have preferred Steven Seagal. I would have preferred a Seagal. A seagull? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that how you say that? <laughs> One of those um, flightless birds. I don't remember how I found out about this show. Like, I hadn't heard anything about it. And then it just, like, popped up somewhere. And I was yeah. like, oh, this just aired. Let's watch this one. Hmm. Yeah. For the podcast. Um, Looks kind of interesting. Yeah. Different. And then, and then you sent us a thing on Facebook Messenger, like, hey, why don't we do this one, too? And uh, I didn't watch that tri- that that clip. <laughs> Oh, I was like, didn't? I'm not going to watch this clip. Yeah, you know, we're going to do it anyways. <laughs> um, what? I'm just trying to think if there's anything else to say about this. Show. You shouldn't touch your face. He's rubbing his eye. He's getting Corona. <laughs> oh, I've got Corona. By maybe. the time this <clears throat> comes out, coronavirus will be gone. Probably. I think it's already gone. It's gone. I think it's gone. You guys. Yeah, it's gone. Who even has it? <laughs> Um, posers we've been doing a lot of netflix shows lately so it's nice to go back to something on actual television yeah mm-hmm. um we haven't done amc in a long time yeah was the terror the last one was that amc yeah, yeah. oh it was amc slash bbc mm. killing eve is amc C slash oh yeah. oh right okay we also did lodge 49 um they got canceled recently right it did it only lasted two seasons oh it did yeah critically acclaimed but only two seasons hmm um, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just because we don't watch as much actual TV, but I don't see a yeah. lot coming out for AMC. Yeah, they I think that's have... just because we don't watch, it. like, we don't see the commercials. But I feel like they have like two shows a year. Yeah, because I, st- I still it. see commercials for like season twenty-five of The Walking Dead. Oh my god! By yeah. the way, I was just gonna say while I was watching this, a commercial for The Walking Dead came on, and I was like, "You've got to be kidding me! This <laughs> Actually, is still going yeah. on." It looked. <laughs> absolutely insane <laughs> okay absolutely insane. do you guys know anyone who still watches it yes i do really my friend matt gallo still watches the walking dead wow he and is the most loyal person that i know so every single season because he I'm watched like, all of the dome too he did every single season i'm like dude you have got to be kidding me he's like it's so so bad it's yeah. so so bad and i just won't stop because i put in decades he's, of my life yeah, he's pot committed at this yeah, point yeah. <laughs> yeah and actually i take back everything i said because amc is constantly producing new shows they're all walking dead spinoffs 
That's true. <laughs> a couple of years ago, they did Fear the Walking Dead, mm-hmm. and now there's another one coming out. Yeah, that is like, I think it's actually a mini series. Like I think okay. it's like six episodes or something. It's like the Walking Dead International or like out in the world or some mm-hmm. shit like that. But kinda, like, what else? Uh, I, I kinda, don't know. I kind of would have liked the spinoff instead of Fear the Walking Dead. Like a how is it affecting the rest of the world? Right, right. That, that's kind of interesting. I think that's the idea behind the miniseries, except it just looks like another Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And every single every it's single like trailer for the, for the of... next season is, they always say something like, like we, we're going to have to stand and fight. Yeah. We're going to have to get ready to fight. Like, yeah. yeah we know. It's, it's like, I'm so over that. Yeah. yeah it's and like it like this... could be kind of interesting to be like, oh, this is happening in this part of the world, and also it's happening in that part of the world. Okay, fine. But like, the Walking Dead has been out for how many seasons? Like, 25. end one and then do it again, and then maybe pick up someplace else. Like, yeah. it's not that, yeah. it can't be that much different. I guess. Yeah. Do you know where they're doing it? I don't. Because I will say, I'm willing to bet it's in the western part of, like, Europe or something. Yeah. I'm sure it's just, like, England. <laughs> like, do it do it in, like, a totally different setting. Like, do it in, like, right. you know, a, a small, like village in uh like south america or africa or something where yeah, it's just yeah. a totally different scenario but then you can't constantly pump in 40 new characters a season and kill them mm, off that's true <laughs> um yeah amc also does better call saul which just came back mm. on for its fifth season and is fucking fantastic yeah it's I, can you I watch, watch that without watching breaking bad yes well yes i watched the first season so that's all i can say there are yeah. there are very small pieces that you would miss and a lot of the characters return from making breaking bad but most of the show takes place before breaking bad does oh okay so you wouldn't really be confused at all you just like wouldn't know like oh that's the character that did this in breaking bad oh okay. so it would be fine i mean everything is absolutely superb like writing acting everything yeah um it's one of my i mean breaking bad is probably my favorite show drama mm-hmm. of all time and Better Call hmm. Saul is up there. I thought it might have been one of the shows we did. What? Killing Eve? Yeah. No. Nah, <laughs> not of all time. Not of all time. Uh, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. I got our dad watching that. Killing Eve? Yeah. Yeah. Does he like it? Yeah. Wow. That's surprising. Did he, he listen to our episode? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. We were... Hey, let's just rip on our dad for a while. because he, <laughs> he doesn't listen to this podcast. We never do. We haven't done it in so long. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tell the story of when he threw you across the room when we were kids that he denies. To oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He forgets everything that happened. <laughs> All right, should we talk about the new AMC show? Uh, yes. What show? What's it called? Dispatches from Elsewhere. Oh yes, yes, yes. Isn't that that Elder Scrolls place? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's Elsewhere. Uh, we start with Richard E. Grant, um, and he just stares at the screen like stares at you the viewer for 30 full seconds yeah mm-hmm. he was in the recent star wars movies he's been in other stuff too yeah um he's like a good like kind of creepy Weird. like yeah. makes you uncomfortable guy yeah um and after 30 seconds is up he starts talking now that i have your attention like fourth wall breaking he's clearly like mm-hmm. talking to us mm-hmm. um he introduces peter played by jason siegel and he's like you know conventional tv shows have you learn about the character for an entire episode well we're going to do all that in two minutes and like basically it boils down to peter having this like humdrum existence yeah going to the same job every day blah yeah. blah, blah 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 how long did it take for you to be tired of that i knew immediately I'm, I'm not spoiling the show how i felt about the show but that i was like we see like every sort of semi-surrealist thing is 
this guy is the average guy who hates his life and life is shit. All of civilization <laughs> is so fucking boring and dumb and you're everyone's wasting their life. Yeah, it's I like, mean, we've seen this in everything. Yeah. Like, what if he yeah. was just like a different kind of person who found out something unique instead well, of just like the well, nine I, to five, blah, blah, boop in my butt. Not to like give too much away yet, but I feel like maybe... Like, this episode was just from, like, his perspective. Yes, so... And that it's going to be f- from the other ones, Yes, right? that's correct. Okay. Ooh. So, the title of this episode was Peter, and the first four episodes are from each of our four protagonists. Okay. So, the three three people we meet later in his group, quote-unquote, will be the next three episodes. We'll focus on them. Okay. So, he's sense. actually not, like, the star of the show. He's one of the four stars. He was stars. just... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was, like... What was that other show? Was it Maniac that we watched? That yes. That was kind of like that? Yeah, yeah, I thought about Maniac. But um, it didn't bother me, and I kind of... I kind of liked the way they did the beginning because I was just like, I don't know. To me, it was like something kind of different and weird. It wasn't like super, super innovative or anything. But it was like, okay, yeah, here's a here's a different way to start off the show. Yeah. I was fine with it. I'll have more complaints as we go on about that sort of thing. But yeah, okay. I have some complaints about it, but then like some balancing factors. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so then at the end of him talking about Peter, he says... Now, while I only lied once to you during that intro, I will remain a reliable narrator. That was exciting. I did I was like, like that oh, line. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Yeah. I was trying to think back. Like, what? What did he possibly say? Yeah. It was a lie. Yeah. Although it did annoy me that you could clearly tell he was reading cue cards. Oh yes. Yeah. I almost I was like, that down oh, too. come on. You see, like his eyes like flitting just a yeah. tiny, tiny bit. I was like, can't, you can't remember just a few lines, just like because if you're staring at somebody, it's very creepy. But if you see them reading it kind of breaks that tension a bit. Yeah. And the background behind him was like just an orange wall or yeah. something. So you're looking at his fucking eyes the entire that's, yeah, time. That's all you're looking at. Yeah. Then we see Peter walking down the street and he sees all of these signs taped to like telephone poles. Yeah. And you know, was those like little pieces that you tear off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there like well, a name like for numbers? those? Yeah. 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 I don't know. First one was like dolphin communication testing system. Yeah. And he would, like, imagine himself in each scenario. Yeah. At first, I thought that we were just jumping ahead to him That's what I thought, too, which would have made me very happy. Yeah. I'm actually pretty disappointed that that didn't happen. It was just his <laughs> imagination. Yeah. We see him in, like, a giant, empty, dark room with, like, this crazy brain contraption yeah. hooked up to a dolphin tank. And then mm-hmm. the dolphin, like, starts to speak. Yeah. And Peter's like, I understand. Yeah. And then he, like, snaps back to reality. He's back on the street. Yeah. Up there goes gravity. <laughs> I think I've done that at least three other episodes. Every time you say back to reality, it's got to be Do done. I say that often? I've said it four times. I mean, like, you know, any, any like, sort of surrealist show in any aspect, it ha- it comes up. Yeah. yeah. And I have that one in the fucking chamber. <laughs> uh, then he's finds another sign that says human force field experiment. Mm. So he has a little vision again or imagination, snaps back to reality. <clears throat> um, and then he's at work typing and his coworker comes up behind him and his coworker starts saying, work stuff, work, 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 yeah, work yeah. stuff, work, 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 yeah. work. Um, so yeah, it did have like a little bit of a surreal, absurd kind of yeah. twinge to it. Mm-hmm. Then he finds another sign or something that says memory to media. Mm-hmm. And it's him watching his own memories on a, on a bunch of televisions. That would be very awesome. <laughs> I actually wrote down in my notes, like totally not part of the show. I just wrote down, how does memory work? Because I just started thinking about memories, like, <laughs> like, could that be done? Like, 
where do memories go? And then sometimes you can suddenly remember something. Yeah. What is that? And then I, I was like, oh, some, watch the show. I did know at some point, but I forgot. I, I know a bit about There's an episode of Black Mirror oh, like that. that? <laughs> yeah. hmm? I said I did know at one point, but I forgot. Hello. Uh, I mem- do, you know, do you remember where you learned it? Or? <laughs> no, I don't remember. Oh, it was a memory joke. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did miss it at first. <laughs> Me too. So in his memories, we see at least one or two of his father, I'm guessing, in a hospital bed. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, uh, I didn't note here, good soundtrack. There was, there was good music yeah. going on during this. And then later on, I thought the same thing too, like good music. I feel like that's one of the things I always miss that you guys notice. Soundtrack? Yeah. yeah. I think it could be so powerful to have like the no, right music. I, yeah, the sound, a soundtrack is great, but yeah. for some reason you guys always bring it up. I'm like, who was the soundtrack? Oh, uh, yeah. Go back and watch Although it they, they do say like the hallmark of a good uh, like soundtrack is you don't notice it. Yeah. Well, I notice it. <laughs> so maybe I'm just so good at watching, movies, uh, watching TV shows. <laughs> then he sees yet another of these posters. Oh, he sees a man putting up a poster mm-hmm. and he's like watching this guy and the guy is just staring back at him for a second and then turns and just bolts. Yeah, yeah. So he walks over and he, the guy was hanging up a poster that says, have you seen this man? And it's a picture of the guy that was hanging up the poster. Yeah. Um, so he does take a tab of paper and calls to report like, Hey, I saw this guy, Yeah. but there's no answer at first. Then someone calls him back and says, thank you for calling the Jejun Institute. You're invited to an, the orientation center on Saturday, blah, blah, blah. And he says, you know, like, Oh, I don't think I can make it. And then the voice on the other end says something weird yeah. about dark horses, blah, blah, blah. I, I couldn't follow mm-hmm. all that. Some Katy Perry song bullshit. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, then we see Peter. Is that right? What? Is that a Katy Perry song? I think so. Okay, good. Dark horse. Yeah, I think dark, dark horses. Horse, yeah, I can't remember it, but yes. It's ringing a bell. So he's meeting with his psychiatrist and the psychiatrist is like, why do you come here, Peter? Yeah. And he's like, it's free. Yeah. I've never had a job that offered healthcare before and this one does so I just come Yeah, and he says I feel nothing maybe a sense of loss but I don't know for what and she goes don't you think it's fi- time you found out what and so I guess this spurs him to go to the orientation mm. at the Jejun Institute and the front clerk is call somebody up like the gentleman we spoke about is here and they keep doing this weird angle where Peter looking down at this desk clerk makes him look like a tiny tiny I don't know. Yeah. Like he's like a foot tall. Yeah. Or, or Peter's a giant. Clerk? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It seemed like maybe it was just the angle, but it seemed like the desk was like down a floor or something. Or no, yeah. They, I mean, they step. were trying to do like some weird force perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. thing where mm-hmm. they looked like vastly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a woman welcomes him and says that answers await him on the, f- on the 16th floor. Mm-hmm. And she has crazy eyes. Yeah. And she holds a yeah. key like as high as she could hold it up yeah. and then drops it so Peter can catch it. And there's a big uh, key tag with instructions on it. So he, you know, takes the elevator up and the key tag says, look right, look right again, look right again. So now he's just like looking back yeah. down the hallway. Yeah. And there's like all these weird contraptions in the hall, like, yeah, like steampunky, but like, yes, kind of steampunky, like breathing apparatus yeah. type things. Yeah. Not like, over, like, not like obnoxiously like steampunky, but yeah, just a couple things. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. weird kind of otherworldly, like medical contraptions yeah so he goes through the through these doors to the jejun institute but it's just a single room with a chair and an old tv mm. and a voice comes over the loudspeakers and says orientation starts in three two one as he's like rushing to his seat yeah 
And it starts off with like some of the other products of the Institute, like nonchalance. Yeah. And the idea, I-D-E-A as now, an acronym. That was a product of the Institute, but then I thought that was then later a product of like elsewhere. Yeah. Elsewhere. Yeah. Because they, they mentioned nonchalance too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Robert E. Grant's character comes on that old TV. Mm. He's Octavio. And he's questioning Peter, like, do you have a mundane life? Do you feel like you're destined for something more? Come with me. You're one of the special ones. And Peter's like crying like a little bitch. Um, and, he says, and he says, just fill out the card in the drawer and we'll contact you when your time comes. And the TV turns off. And so Peter picks up the card. And I noticed right away. And I was hoping like he wasn't going to see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then he does see that the card underneath the card he picks up says, do not fill out that card. Yeah. And then he picks up that one and it says, this place is not as it seems. And every time he picks up a card, they're trying to steal it from you. They took it from her. Do not wait. Take this card and run. And then on the backside of it, it says, run, Peter. Yeah. So do you think that that was, that he was supposed to see that, that that's part of it? Or that somebody else planted that there to warn him? Or do you think that was like part of the... That's the entire show. The entire show know. is what's real. Is it all part of this like game? Or... Yeah. Is part of it part of the game? Part of it's real? Is it all something more serious? We have no idea yet. And we don't know See, what he lied about yet. Stuff like this can be annoying. I think for there to be this... Because pretty much this type of show has an omnipotent character who just knows everything before it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, they pretty much plan out the whole world. So there's really no like... Our, our characters... We've talked about Free Wheel before, but they really have like no options in this where they're just being told what to do and so we're just watching them being told what to do which can be fun but it either needs to be like it it needs to be way more surreal than just like living in the real world and this guy kind of tells you stuff and remember we're reviewing the pilot yeah because i will just say because i'm i'm gonna bitch about a little bit more i am considering watching this because it was very interesting but just the tropes they play they're it's kind of like the worst versions of those I've seen in a bit. Because I, I do like this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you've never seen that. Um, but there are some shows I watch where they have like this either omnipotent character or this character who just knows what to do. And are you talking about the Octavio guy who's like pulling the strings? Yeah. Okay. So like characters like that, they know everything. And the other guy, whoever's from elsewhere. Right, right. Like they kind of know everything. And we don't, but we don't get to like see a fun thing happen we just see like this depressed guy like being told what to do so that doesn't play super well for me yeah i don't know if it's going to end up that way though like we don't really know who these two guys are yet and what they're controlling what's the name of the show dispatches from Elsewhere. no our show i meant oh try my pilot. pilot oh yeah no i know no, no, i'm just saying i know but if you're like judging these characters we don't know that they're omnipotent or that they're controlling everything it, it might be that way. But but we're not sure. I'm willing I to guess it's like it is. a safe guess. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they know everything that's going to happen. I think they're trying to force things certain ways. Mm. Well, I think there's I a lot know. of evidence to the fact that they know what's going to happen. Or, or, I don't, or at least they're like so far advanced that they can plan out everything instead yeah. of just like magically knowing or yeah. something. I, well, yeah, I mean, it, it can be done better. Sure. And part of it was just tied to the fact that this is just like a weird surrealist show. Yeah. Like, but I love that shit. Yeah. I mean, well, we'll get to the scene later on. That's yeah. kind of orchestrated. So he, 
I also just wanted to complain that he's picking up all these cards and only looking at the front, and then the last card he yeah, turns it on the back yeah. because there was writing on the back. I was like, ah. I did also want to say that like I maybe hate it said when to they... turn over. It didn't. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I hate when they like because we saw like run Peter or whatever his name was. Like yeah. we saw run Peter and he didn't. Right. I like when they do things where we can see it and they don't have to kind of force us to see it. Yeah. yeah. Like we saw that he didn't have to flip it over. Or he could have flipped, you know, or like the other cards, like we could see things over his shoulder without them having to like cut to it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like let there be a little bit of, a little mystery, a little like we have to experience the world instead of just like them showing it. Yeah. So he runs out and gets a call from the mortal enemy of Jejun Institute. Um, what's his name? I don't know. If, I don't know if he said it. He, yeah, was like Agent 14 something something. Um, and it's like, it's Richard E. Grant again. Yeah. But with like, he's like putting on a slightly mm-hmm. different accent. Yeah. yeah. Which I noticed at first it was him, but it sounded different. But then later, it sounded like he wasn't doing the accent. So I'm like, wait, which one is it? Yeah, actually, that gets even more confusing, which we'll get to later. Yeah. Um, so the address he goes to is like 277.77. Yeah. And somewhere else, I think, I think when he went to Jejun, it was like some weird number thing. Yeah, it was yeah. 12616. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, is theoretically South an address. South Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was, like... I don't know. Some... I didn't write that down, by the way. I just remembered that. <laughs> Are you sure it's right? Yeah. Okay. 12616 South 7th Street. Because <laughs> he was like, why so many numbers? Yeah. yeah. So, he goes through this gate and into, like, a little kind of antique curiosity kind of shop, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. And there's a woman there who says that she just saw the video, too. Um, so, she was led here. Yeah. And she shares her earbuds with him and suggest that they do the next part together. So now Peter starts narrating the story, and we see through his memories, as he's like watching the TVs again, that they explored the Magic Gardens in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're like having a great time, but then we, mm-hmm. you know, he says they never got another call that day. So yeah. um, they just went on their way, and he's telling his therapist all this, like how, he, how things like felt so exciting for a few days. Mm-hmm. You know, he felt for the first time like there was magic again yeah. for the first time in a long time. And um, then his therapist turns into a giant bug and tries to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't happen. Just kidding. That would have been, been great. That would have been um, cool, man. But then he says, you know, like, you know, it all just so easily drifted away after a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And he wished he was more like the girl that he met. Yeah. You know, having fun through all this instead of being scared of the whole thing. Yeah. Now, can I just say something I wrote about this girl? Sure. Is she the 90s? Did you get a total 90s vibe from her, everything she wore? Well, the 90s are back in a real way. Oh, but it shouldn't be, right? We agree? <laughs> I mean, that's definitely uh The 90s were a bad debatable. time for everyone. Arguably the worst time. But I would say, yeah, maybe she did have like, you know, like the slip dresses it and felt jokers, like, but yeah. It was like, oh, Alanis Morissette? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, people do dress like that now. <laughs> yeah. I know, but come on, man. Uh, at some point we see, I don't know if it's a memory that he saw when he was with this girl, but we see Clara, who was the creator of Idea, I-D-E-A, mm. is missing. I forget like how we saw it, like on a poster or something. Yeah, isn't it one of the elsewheres, like their main tenant is like, find Clara? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because it says find her. Clara, yeah. Clara's missing, find her. So then Peter is sitting alone in the dark watching Law and & Order, and Agent 14 of the Elsewhere Society calls again and says that we need you right now. Wait, is that when the dung-dung sound happened? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize he was watching Law & Order, and he got like a phone call and went, dung-dung. And I'm like, can they get, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that was weird. 
Uh, so he goes outside to whatever location he was told to go to, and he gets a call on a payphone um, that tells him to dance. Mm-hmm. And so he like slowly starts like white guy dancing, and then this like rap group comes over with a boombox, and they they're all like just dancing in the rain to this mm-hmm. boombox, and then like a Bigfoot teenage teen wolf guy comes over see that i wanted more of that's the sort of like like over the line sort of weird shit that i want in this kind of universe because i wrote down before like this world is way too normal for him not to be freaking the fuck out like all the things that are happening to him are so bizarre but it's very sporadic like oh that guy just put up a sign about himself that's kind of weird like no that'd be really weird or like what's his name on the tv is like basically responding to him yeah that's insane if this world were much like i didn't see all of maniac i just watched the first episode yeah but that's one show that kind of you kind of believe it because the world's more different or like i'll recommend this if you really like surreal shows like this watch like dirk gently's holistic detective agency okay it's got the same thing where there's kind of like this omnipotent these omnipotent characters kind of but it's like every aspect of it is just so bizarre like this puzzle of pieces that fit but they shouldn't hmm. and for this it just felt like a real world scenario with like little hints of the strange i mean i th- i thought as a viewer there was like the right amount of strange shit because too much and it like kind of dilutes it but i understand your he point at least yeah i understand your point about him being like yeah, what yeah. the fuck because yeah. he didn't really have that reaction to anything yeah so the teen wolf guy gives him an envelope and then all the dancers like disperse and then he finds uh, Simone is the girl's name that he met earlier. He finds her at a park and this broadcast brings them to this place with like at least dozens, maybe like a hundred mm-hmm. um, other people who have all been led there and they're all raising colored paddles to try to find their families. Mm-hmm. And, she, and when they, when he sees her first, she's like doing a slow-mo walk and I'm like, I think she's doing that. And then somebody just walks by at regular speed. <laughs> it's clear. She's just, prote- she's like just doing a slow-mo walk. I'm like, that's good. And so they find another member of their of their group holding the same color, and it's Andre three thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I know that guy. Yeah. But where? <laughs> um, so they're like, Oh, hey, let's come on, let's go look for everybody else. And he's like, You you find the others. I don't want to be distracted. Every piece of evidence is essential. And he's like taking notes. And then they find Sally Field, and the announcement says, You must find Clara, bringer of divine nonchalance, before Octavio and Jejun find her. And we see the guy's face as he's talking. Mm. And he has, like, a long white beard. So, like, it's not Octavio, or maybe it's him when he's older. Yeah. Oh. Even though they're using the same voice. Yeah. Which is, like, another weird thing that I couldn't quite figure out by watching one episode of this. Yeah, yeah. So the four of them are at a diner after this goes down. And Fredwin, which is Andre 3000's character, is, like, it's it's clearly the government doing this. They're running some Mm -hmm. sociological experiment. Simone's concerned with the rewards for finding Clara because that was promised to mm-hmm. them. Uh, Janice, which is Sally Field's character, thinks it's like a big prank. She can't wait to tell her husband he's going to laugh yeah, about she, it. She's just like having fun. Like, this is, oh, it's so exciting, like yeah, yeah. doing this thing. And then Peter asks, what if it's all real? Yeah. And Fredwin laughs. Um, oh, yeah. Because he's, when they're in like the shop, he sees like the brick for elsewhere. And it kind of seems like they're trying, they're like hinting to these people, like, there's this other world or other like thing they're not seeing yeah so he's like what if that's all real and he suggests that they get some pie but simone says she has to leave and so now we follow simone out the door i hold on i like this pie thing because they were kind of like well what pie should we get and then the waitress just brings over two slices of each she's like it's it's on me and they're like oh thanks she's like 
I just really wanted to see how you guys figured out who who would take what slice. <laughs> yeah. Like that's you know that's a nice little bizarre thing to do. Yeah. And Simone is attacked by two men when she leaves, and as she's being attacked, the screen is split yes, horizontally. I loved this. And there's a cartoon version of what's happening, kind of like old twenties. Looks like you have Betty Boop, like Betty Boop, yeah. yeah, of a woman like being attacked in the street. Yeah. Um, but the cartoon character is kind of like ignoring it. Like they throw a bottle. Right. And the real person is like, you know, shocked by it and upset. And the cartoon just like has her like eyes closed or has headphones in or something. It's just like whistling, walking along. Mm-hmm. And bottle breaks. Yeah. She just keeps walking. Doesn't notice. What do you make of that? Cartoons are cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, actually. Like l- real life isn't a cartoon. Like these men are going to attack her. Maybe. Whether- Something about it felt deeper than like a surface level metaphor, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what, though. So she's attacked by these two men, but she ends up pepper spraying them and getting away. Yeah. And she gets home. We find out she lives with her nana. And she goes into her bathroom and looking in the mirror, and she's like remembering little bits of her day, getting Mm. attacked, meeting up with Peter. And then we see her smiling in front of a blue painting, which is in Peter's psychologist's office, psychiatrist's office. Wait, yes. I missed this. What did I miss? Yeah. Every, every time Peter was talking to his psychiatrist, it started with a scene of Peter with just blue behind him. And when yeah. we saw the oh, office, there was a yes. giant blue painting hanging right. on the wall. Yeah. Oh. And the last scene with Simone, she's smiling and she's in front of the blue painting, meaning she's going to the same psychiatrist oh, that Peter's okay. going to. So maybe yeah. she is a big bug. Maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, and then the guy from the beginning comes back and he says, this is Simone. Think of her as you, which he said about Peter earlier mm. on. And then he snaps his fingers, and that's the end of the pilot. Mm. To dispatches from elsewhere. What did you guys think? Well, I kind of liked it. I was intrigued by it. I did think, like, partway through, you know, when he's going to this Jejun Institute, like, how scammy and creepy is this? And would you ever go? This is very like, much like living with yourself or whatever that Paul Rudd one was. Like yeah, at, well, you just at least like, that part of it. Yeah, it's like, all right, I guess I'll just give you all my money and let you do some shit that yeah. I don't know what it is. Just immediately buys into like this weird cult yeah. thing. He's like, okay, I'll go. And the fact that all these people went and yeah. it's like essentially like could totally have just been scammed. I don't know. It was yeah. a it was a cool scene. I liked the um, visuals of the Jejun Institute, the that mm. hallway. It was really cool, but I would be totally creeped out would you guys ever have gone and answered that call i never i would have yeah but Uh, like when i saw the the thing where they were talking to dolphins i was like if i ever saw anything like that i would do it like (laughs) why the hell would you not yeah (laughs) but Um, that could i might be just a different type of person maybe that's possible maybe (laughs) um but i did but i did like it i thought it would be a cool movie i'm glad it's a yeah uh, that it's a show and we'll get a little bit more in depth, but yeah. I thought like this could be kind of a neat movie yeah. too. It is an anthology series. Yeah. They already announced it. So like this okay. is season one and it will be like its own story in 10 episodes, I think. Okay. And then if it gets picked up again, they'll do a different story. And like I said before, I like, don't know enough about it yet to know what that even means. Oh yeah. I have you no know? Idea. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, like I said, we're going to get the stories from the next couple characters, the next couple right. main characters. I heard episode two is really good. It focuses on Simone. I thought she was great. Yeah, um, I did too. I thought she was the most interesting character in this pilot, at least. Mm-hmm. 
I liked how there were like almost no other characters that like you didn't see a single face if it wasn't these four much, people yeah. and Octavio. Oh, and like the I guess the people in the Jujun Institute, the one with the crazy eyes and the yeah, guy at the yeah, desk. Yeah, but that but was it. That was like, yeah, pretty much it. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, it was also mm-hmm. nice that Simone was well. The actress is a transgender woman mm-hmm. and was playing one quote unquote, but like they actually hired a transgender person right. rather than like, well, oh, a lot of shows that. don't do yeah. that. So yeah. that was nice. I mentioned the music. I think, I think the cinematography was good. I thought there was like some really cool, yeah. interesting visuals. I, I have problems with this show, but yeah, I was gonna say the cinematography was still very good. I mostly liked it. I started off with very mixed feelings. I felt early on, like, this show is just being weird for the sake of being weird. Mm-hmm. And Jason Siegel, who like also I think wrote and created the show, it was just like sucking his own dick, kind of. Like, yeah. Okay, we get it. It's like strange. Ooh. But I kind of came around on it towards the midpoint, and then by the end I was more intrigued. Um, like after things got set in motion and it wasn't just like him like my life sucks. Um I thought it became more interesting after like he actually started getting pushed and like met up with Simone. Yeah, um, I would have liked if someone else was the lead because I, I don't hate him, but he did. I, I wanted someone who wasn't sad, more just like detached. Because I, w- I would rather just yeah, have someone who sad. like kind of had a blank face, like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to work instead of him being right. like, all right, I guess I'm going to work. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it it kind of. I'm so sick of the fucking sad main character, <laughs> like the sad middle aged white guy, like. We've seen it. We get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's appealing to a demo of 90% of the population of 90% of white <laughs> middle-aged mentalities who are like, oh man, I have my shitty job and uh How about like then give them like excitement? I well, know. I feel like we're going to get four very different characters in the yeah. four first episodes. Yeah. Are you well, just bothered you know. that it like started out with that one? Potentially. Honestly, if it started out with like Simone and it was like a more like fun thing and then so they show like because you know we're doing the pilots right, right. because mm-hmm. that's the first thing they try to suck you in with sure so they did it with like simone who's like much more like quirky and like fun and i could see like like i'll bring up the slow-mo thing again because i really like that like i, <laughs> I could see that being like a choice for like the show like let's have her doing this for some reason or it could have been like let's have her character do this because that's something silly her character would do. Mm-hmm. So then we have right. a more fun time learning about this world. And then we cut to like, okay, but there's other people who can be helped by this. Like there are people who are depressed and sad. And then yeah. let's bring him in and show that like, not only like the weird can appreciate the weird, we can have Joe normal. Yeah. See the weird as this beautiful thing. See, but I, if I, if you end up watching the show and they did it that way, I think it would have bothered you more if they started out with like Simone's like upbeat fun and like get you on that tone of the show. And then they introduce Peter and you follow him around his like humdrum life for but an episode, you know, maybe, but like, I didn't know it was going to be an anthology thing. I didn't know, like, because, you know, you know, after watching it, obviously I know like, okay, she's the most fun character. He's the most depressed so if I would have watched that and been like, this is fun. And then be like, oh, okay, now we're going to see how this depressed guy s- sees this world. Sure, sure. I would have known it's not just going to be that while yeah, right. watching it. So if we were doing like this very strict, we're only reviewing the pilot. I would say I didn't like it, 
for the most part there were plenty of parts where i was interested yeah but like i said this is kind of my genre of more like out of the box type of plots so i have seen like this a ton of times but i am very interested to see where it goes to see if they can kind of bring it together instead of just always having this instead of like always having this aspect of we're never gonna know what whatever the guy on the tv knows like they'll always be one step ahead Mm -hmm. forever and if we can if if they get to a point where like we kind of figure out what's happening and then they have to do something about it that will be much more exciting for me so this might be the show i liked the the least but still will watch okay we've ever done okay because i'm pretty sure i'll watch this that's fair um like give it a try if you're interested in 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 you're not super typical show yeah I, I i'm i'm fine if what happens is what you just said like you know they we slowly like find out things and then they find out like what's really going on yeah. and have to like somehow counteract it or there's some other like mission i'm hoping that it's not just all of this is orchestrated by like the same people who are just like yeah. trying to give these people like something exciting in their life for whatever reason. Yeah. That would be so boring. Yeah, I kind of like that there's just like really you have no way of knowing what it is at all right now. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I'm fine with it starting like that, but I'm worried it'll just be that. Okay. Not that it will, but I don't think it will. I think I think this show has the potential to be a big letdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if that happens, but I don't think it will. I think that it'll be a little bit deeper than that. I'm, I'm it, hoping because it did intrigue me. It is also based off something, isn't it? I don't know. I quickly searched and didn't find that it was like based on a book or something. I think in the cre- okay, I'm gonna make up half of this. I think, okay. <laughs> but I think in the credit it said something like based off a short documentary or something like that. Oh, really? It said it was based on something really weird. Oh, interesting. It could have been a short story, but are you gonna look it up? I'm gonna look it up. Okay, I'm gonna see if I can find it. It seemed anything. like it was based on something really weird, and I was like what because then it because then i was confused when it said created by jason siegel yeah i mean obviously it could have been you know created for tv yeah but yeah i don't know based on the institute by jeff hall does oh yeah that's like a documentary right all right let me see a a documentary about some weird it's a 2013 uh documentary film directed by spencer mccall reconstructing the story of the jejun institute an alternate reality game set in san francisco through interviews with the participants and creators. Interesting. Hmm. Oh, wait, 2013? Yeah, the game was produced in 2008 by Oakland-based artist Jeff Hull. Over the course of three years, it enrolled more than 10,000 players who, responding to eccentric flyers plastered all over the city, started the game by receiving their induction at the fake headquarters of the Institute, located in an office building in San Francisco's financial district. So it's just the game that someone made up. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Yo, I don't know who would ever participate. And like, to me, that is just so People insane. In San Francisco. Somebody please tweet at me if there was a TV show that did something about this already. Because hmm. I do remember this, but I can't remember if there was like a TV show with a similar idea. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Um, so obviously but this yeah. show Interesting is... Interesting at the least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the show is going more surreal than a documentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. Mean, you know, they made some fucking pretty bold choices for, like, a, dr- a one-hour drama on yeah. uh, network TV. Like, not network, whatever. On cable TV. Like, doing the half cartoon thing. Yeah, I loved um, that. Yeah. I, I love that, and I loved the moment where <laughs> he goes up and the poster is, find this man. And it was the guy hanging mm-hmm. up the poster. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was great. That was kind of interesting. Yeah, and just some of the cool visuals. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm intrigued enough to try it out. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued enough to try it out. Um, I'll give you guys some recommendations off air because I don't want to. Okay. I don't want the listeners to know what's cool, but I'm hoping like I'm hoping we'll watch episode two and it'll be really good, which I heard it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm just I'm hoping the other ones aren't a letdown because like I don't know if I loved Andre three thousands character in this. No, that yeah, was but kind I, of annoying. I think, he was only in it for a minute. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't in it that long, and I'm, you know, if everyone's going to get their own, well, I mean, maybe I'm assuming that all four of these characters will get their own moment. We'll like learn a little bit more. It'll be a little bit deeper. Yeah, yeah. I think you're probably than right. his like first social interaction with these people he yeah. doesn't know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this just felt a little cliche to me. Mm-hmm. That's that's me. Maybe a little more than being nitpicky. Yeah, yeah, I was but okay with that I, because I thought there was enough that had me interested in it. Yeah, um, yeah and I, I mean, didn't really know what to think. I was like, oh, based off the trailer, I was like, this looks kind of cool. I don't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like you said in the beginning, there were some things where I was just kind of like, ah, do I like this? Do I not like it? I'm not really sure. But there was enough that it. I just wanted to know a little bit more. I like things that are. I don't know. I don't think that there have been a ton of shows that I could maybe reference that are like this or movies, but I do like this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It just felt it just felt a little bit different than like fun. your standard yeah. cable yeah. network TV yeah. show. Me seeing like things I've seen before aside, it definitely was a nice like departure from the same fucking shows all the time. Yeah, right. Which right. is why I I plan on watching it most likely. Yeah. It was because, interesting. You know, oh, sorry. No, just, yeah, because I want to see what happens. Yeah. And if, like, like you said, if next episode is great, odds are I'm going to keep watching. Yeah. Even if then the episode after that sucks, because I'm like, okay, well, there's going to be good and bads, but right, right. I'm learning more. But, if, you know, if the next episode sucks, I'll probably yeah. find it harder to stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting to me in the way that Russian Doll was interesting to me, mm. even though Russian Doll was, like, I don't know, it's probably one of my favorite oh. shows that we've watched. Yeah. And it was, you know... I think by far that pilot was better than this pilot. Oh, oh hell great yeah. pilot. But it had like a similar like f- like vibe to me where like I just didn't know what was going on. And maybe in this one this is just made up a game that somebody made up and and none of it is that weird where is in Russian Doll you have to like suspend your belief that like there's some other type of yeah reality going on there's almost no way russian doll is just like people fucking with you right Right, exactly this could be an elaborate hoax (laughs) right right russian (laughs) doll there's some other worldly thing for sure yeah it's different but i was watching it in the same way that like jason siegel's character was experiencing it thinking like what if this is real yeah that it could be just that yeah that strange Mm -hmm. right and clearly as a character he like kind of needs that type of excitement uh, and everyone else has their own you know, take on it, but yeah. I, I recommend it. I say, check it out. Yeah, definitely check it out. Definitely, <sighs> maybe not. <laughs> if, if you're not interested in this at all, or you're super like nitpicky about this thing because you've seen it so much, you know, watch, I think you just watch with you. caution. I know that's why I was, you know, if I had to go back and watch the pilot again. Maybe I would have said, I don't need to. I don't want to. Right. Yeah. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a fantastic pilot. I've got other weird shows to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would recommend it. I would, I would recommend watching the pilot. And if, if the weird parts of it aren't too weird for you, 
then I would say give it a shot. Mm-hmm. The weird parts are too weird for you. Fucking yeah. well, get a job I mean, or something. Clearly, this show is not going to be for everybody because some people just don't want to watch like really surreal stuff. I don't or, think like, this was really they surreal. They want to watch though. Blood and Treasure. And you know what? Just well, let those them have people it. eat a. I mean, <laughs> 99.9% of cable dramas don't have cartoons on half the screen showing the scene. That like, was very you know, cool. Some of it was just like a little bit out there for, yeah. for like mass audiences. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I guess the the actual show is more surreal than yeah 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 i get it do we think dispatches from elsewhere will get a second season um i think so oh, that one's tough just because it's like an anthology thing and like other anthology things we've watched where it's like okay this was not super weird it was just like you know like haunting of hill house yeah. uh, the terror we knew like okay these will be good so they'll just do another good one, even though those had like some surreal aspects. This was much more of a surreal type thing where I could see them finishing this one and saying, what else can we possibly do that's in the same realm? Yeah, I like, don't know. I'm I think they already kind of have it planned out if, it, if they're planning it as an anthology. They right? probably have an idea at least for a second season is, and, what, is what I'm guessing. And did they say anthology? Because I, I could have swore they said like this is a one and done. No, maybe, maybe I not. just looked it up and it said anthology series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe not, I, I don't think I heard one and done, but I heard like this is going to be a one shot story. Um, um, but okay. I'll say, I'll say yes. I'll say at least it gets a second season. Yeah, I'm going to go with know. yes. Eve Lindley played Simone. I just wanted to throw that name out there since we mentioned yeah. the other uh, cast members. Okay. Um, also, it's on AMC, and that's if the- Walking Dead has as many seasons as it does, they're gonna yeah. But well, this is like canceled for the fourth Walking Dead spinoff. Oh, <laughs> they have to free up some time slots. <laughs> Why don't we get like a super fucking bizarre, surrealist zombie show? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Maybe that's what they'll do to keep it. Is that will be like where one of the Walking Dead spinoffs starts? Yeah. Is like the outbreak, you know, <laughs> zombie outbreak comes like while they're playing this game or something. I'm on board with that. Ooh, I see. I hope it's not just a game. I hope there's some weird. No, I bet there's something else to weird. Ah, that one's tough because it would be kind of cool for it to be a game. But if they do make it a game, I want them to explain every fucking thing. Yeah, like yeah. I want to know why everything happened, and not just like surprise, like <laughs> the end. If it's like a weirder, a weirder, like otherworldly thing, I'm fine with l- knowing less about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Any other thoughts on dispatches from elsewhere? Yes. They at one point maybe it was Clara. They called they called her the special one. Ooh. Mm. Which is a little nod to anyone who listens to my dad wrote a porno. <laughs> the special. Oh one. really? Yeah. <laughs> So if anyone uh, listens to both this podcast and that podcast, tweet at us. You know who didn't write a porno? Our dad, because he's a fucking loser. Dork! (laughs) We could have been one of the biggest UK podcasts ever. (laughs) Yeah, thanks a lot, dad. Yeah, dad. (laughs) All right, everybody. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. And... Uh, do that other thing, which is go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, subscribe to the show, leave a review, and tell a friend. And why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you to the Beats for providing our theme music. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.